You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 59. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Are you busy all day or are you productive? We're all given the same amount of time each day, but what we do with our time that can make all the difference. So the real question is, do you know how to be productive? Most likely, you don't. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for being productive. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a stepwise approach to conquering the, the clock. In other words, they don't know how to overcome common time management challenges with solutions that can help them get the most out of their day. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn how to conquer the clock. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to go from being busy to being productive by using simple time management solutions that can help you each and every day. So if you're ready to learn a process for getting the most out of your day, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to conquer the clock? Think of it this way. If you want to get to the next level, you need to do something that you've never done before. You need to get control of your time. But if you continue to be just busy all day and not productive, you'll never really get there. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that there are time management solutions that will work for you if you apply them. So what we're going to do is cover three things today. First, the reality of time management, so that you can understand what time management really is. Second, five solutions to conquering the clock so that you know what you can do to overcome common challenges that you've always had. And third, understanding the next level so you know what to do if you're ready to actually get to the next level and succeed. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to finally master time management? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The reality of time management. So everybody talks about time management or managing time, but can you really manage time in and of itself? You can't. But what you can manage is what you do with your time. Let me explain what I mean. Let me explain by telling you what one client had to say when he said this. He said, I don't have enough time in the day. It seems like every time that I try to get something done, I get interrupted. And once I take care of the interruptions, then I get another interruption. It basically never ends. And what he's really saying is that these are common statements that a lot of people say. 
fact, I've heard financial advisors who feel disorganized, overworked, and unfulfilled in their business because of this. In response, I can't help but ask the obvious question when I said, why do you need to put out all of these fires the minute they flare up? Most advisors quickly reply with a defensive tone when I ask that type of question, and they say things like, if I don't take care of them, nobody else will. And typically tell them that's not really what I asked. And I ask them again, why do you need to put out all the fires the minute they flare up? Oftentimes, advisors seem to, to be stunned to realize that the, the heart of, their que- of my question, that is, is not so much about putting out fires as it is about when they're putting out the fires. I don't know why I need to do it right away, they seem to reply, once they finally get it. See, my usual follow-up to all this is, well, you must be getting something out of it, out of reacting this way. Every minute anyone tells you to jump, we'd stop jumping, and you'd stop asking how high. Is it possible that what you're getting out of this, I would ask them, is really, these fires are a sense of purpose. You feel like you're helping clients because that's what you're doing. You're supposed to be doing anyway. And typically I get a response like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's also possible that part of the reason that these people, and maybe yourself too, are being reactive is because they just don't know how to have structure during the day. In other words, if you had a full schedule, you probably wouldn't be thrown off course so quickly. And at that point, when I ask somebody that question or make that statement, I know what I need to do to help them have that message sink in. And a lot of times, the truth is, it's, it's hard to hear. And it's, sometimes it's even harder to understand. And a lot of times what I hear is a whisper or a grunt or mm, something like that. And then I say, well, it also might be possible that you, you want to be interrupted from the task that you're working on. So when you get the, quote, interruption call, unquote, in some strange way, it might, might feel good. You might be glad you're getting it because then you can stop doing what you're doing. By now, most advisors that I have that conversation with get that aha moment. They realize that it might be possible that the real reason for this reactiveness could be caused by a lack of structure or an unconscious willingness to avoid unpleasant tasks that they're doing. They just don't want to do it. And then I ask the question, or I hear the statement, I guess that might be what's happening. I suppose that's what's happening all day long. And basically, it is. See, and therein lies the challenge with time management. How we structure our days and how we react to interruptions is really a choice. It's a choice that we make. Whether conscious or unconscious, I don't know, but choosing to be reactive is really up to us. Think of it this way. If you manage your time and organization skills with your clients, it's kind of like raising kids. You might think that you're having fun when you relax your boundaries every once in a while, but given to their demands and their constant demands, because you know how kids are, if they can get an inch, they're going to go for a, a mile. It might be a bad idea. You see, if you don't stand your ground, little by little, they, they end up 
getting their way a little bit more and each small concession that you're willing to give up is actually giving up some of your control. <laughs> Likewise, if every time a client calls and you immediately drop everything and you start doing everything that they want you to, you're going to give up control. Don't get me wrong, it's important to service your clients, but not at the expense of all of your other clients. Instead, make sure that you set your boundaries and train your clients to respect your time. But what if you're not sure you're in fact respecting your own time? How do you define this thing, this thing called time management anyway? And can you really manage time? Like I said before, there's some tough questions here, but they're important to address because after years of, of being a financial advisor and even more years of coaching financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, and so on, I believe that the true definition of time management is not so much about literally managing time itself, because we have no, no control over the speed of time, slowing it down or speeding it up, but instead, it's really about having strategies to handle those things that we can't control, defining the structure to our day and our process for managing our interruptions. So in a sense, time management is really actually synonymous with task management. Being able to be able to control our, our day by planning it out and then knowing what to do when we get interrupted. So why is it so important to manage your tasks? Well, without task management, you simply leave your activities up to the mercy of anybody that calls you any time. And that's not good. And that'll actually eat up a lot of your time. And you don't want to do that. And think back to, again to that analogy about time management and being like raising kids. Ask yourself this question, or these questions. What type of parent would you be if you let your kids do anything they wanted? Would they grow up to be emotionally grounded adults? Would they grow up to be troubled, self-centered ones? I don't know, but I think you do. My guess is that, that the answer is pretty obvious. If you let your client base control the way that you use your time, what type of financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, or whatever your title is, would you be? Would you be emotionally grounded, structured, proactive, being a, a proactive financial advisor? or a neurotic, stressed-out, reactive financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, and so on? And would your client base, what would they be like? Would they be frantically calling you every time that they watch CNBC and, and think the sky is falling? <laughs> and, and really what they should do is just turn off the television. My guess is you know the answer. And my point is, is that when you give up control of your own time, it's not good. In other words, you help no one when you're trying to help everyone. So the reality of time management is it's task management. It's structure to the day and a way to handle the interruptions. And when you do that, you're now going to start to master time management and conquer the clock. Five Solutions to Conquering the Clock. Now, before we get into the common challenges and solutions for having an effective time management system, I think we should talk about this phrase that I keep saying, conquering the clock. <laughs> what do I mean by that? 
What I mean is, as I said, we all have the same amount of time in the day, but are we able to be effective with our time management? You actually get to, you can get more done in less time if you are. And that to me is conquering the clock. Now, of course, the clock keeps ticking for everyone the same way, no matter what. You just can't stop it. But at the end of the day, do you know what you, you got done? Were you productive? Fortunately, not everyone is going to want, to want to be productive. In fact, they, your clients, have their own agenda. And they basically want you to do what they want. And that's why you need solutions to the most common types of time management challenges that you've been going through since day one. So let's take a look at five solutions to conquering the clock. Solution number one, create your time management toolbox. So years ago, one of my clients asked me about a common challenge when he said, what tricks do you have to use to, to keep focused during the day when delays or frustration prevent you from completing what you set out to do? Now, the solution is to create your own time management toolbox. See, time management can be one of the most difficult business facets for financial advisors and insurance agents and so on to master. And the reason is, is because we work in a very reactive environment. Whether it's the market, client concerns, or compliance, we're, things are just reactive all day long. In order to become proactive in a reactive environment, you need to have the right tools, time management tools, that is, to help you have structure to the day and way to handle the interruptions so that you can get as much done as you can, be as productive as you can. Think of a carpenter going to work each day with his or her toolbox. Without it, they're not going to have the right tools to get the job done. Now, your business is actually the same way. You need time management tools to stay proactive. But chances are you probably don't have time management tools because nobody ever gave those tools to you. So there's a list of tools that I've created, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in, these, in this podcast. Tools like the bottom line list, the time matrix to do, a daily scorecard, time blocking worksheets are all tools to have structure to the day and a way to handle the interruptions. If you use these tools long enough, they become habits. And once you use anchors, or you anchor the activity with a positive reward system or a negative punishment system, and you start doing this for a while, it's going to turn into a habit. And all of the time management tools and strategies that I have, that I've already just briefly mentioned, can help you to stay focused. However, you actually also can create your own time management tools. So think of it this way. If you had the right toolbox, time management toolbox, you could be very successful at being proactive all, all day long. And some of the best tools are just variations of other tools. But if you're armed with the right equipment, you can get the job done faster and have less stress. Because basically, you've got structure to the day and a way to handle the interruptions. So the solution is to either use the Advisor Solutions time management tools, and I'll go over a few of those in just a second, or research time management tools on your own and start using those. But you need to do this for at least a minimum of 30 days so that you can turn those into habits. 
when you have your time management toolbox, you're now more equipped for success, more equipped than you ever have been before, and you're going to see better results. Solution two, get structure to the day. So this is basically one of the first time management tools that I teach my clients. And over the years, I've had countless advisors and agents and wholesalers and so on ask the same question when it comes to getting everything done. But I had an advisor years ago put it to me this way. He said, my problem is, one of many that is, is organization. I know there's a lot of activity that I have to juggle every day. I have to prospect, manage accounts, move people through the pipeline, and so on and so forth. But with all of these different targets, how do I pick the right one? Which one should I do first? <laughs> the solution is a tool that I mentioned just a second ago called the bottom line list. It's a tool that I created. You see, this is a common challenge. And the solution starts by adding structure to the day, even before the day begins. So let me tell you a little bit about the bottom line list. Bottom line lists are just five things that you need to get done every day. Bottom line, I've got to get these done every day. And these five things that you need to get done every day are, number one, prospecting new people. If you don't prospect every day and adding new people to the pipeline, it's not going to grow. Number two, client servicing. If you don't service your clients, somebody else will because they'll leave. Number three, prospect follow-ups. So what I mean by that is people in the pipeline that you need to, to move through the pipeline. Number four, get ready for appointments or be in an appointment. And number five, miscellaneous. That's the compliance stuff and other things that you need to get done. And one additional thought here is that if you do the math and you think about five hours or five blocks of time for 45 minutes and then taking a 15-minute break, you really, you've got three other hours because you've got eight hours to the day. And if you reward yourself for doing four out of five on the bottom line list, now you're starting to anchor what you're doing. And it'll work. I know because I've done it for years. See, what happens when you use the bottom line list is that you start to basically have structure to the day. And that's half of the equation. We'll get into the other half in just a second. But my point is, is that by using the bottom line list for 45 minutes for these five bottom line activities, it won't take you long before you start to get structure to the day. Solution number three, prioritize all tasks and interruptions. As I mentioned before, the bottom line list is the structure to the day, but it's only really half of the equation. You see, in order to master time management, you need to have structure to the day plus a way to manage your interruptions and your tasks. One client asked me years ago, in fact, he put it this way when he was talking about his biggest challenge. He said, I've got two big challenges that are competing with my time. <laughs> and what they are, are contacting clients and changing investment strategies. And both are critical. Both need undivided attention and undivided time. But neither of which is really getting done because, well, basically, I'm interrupted all day. Can you offer me any suggestions for prioritizing what to do? See, managing interruptions is one part art and one part science. The art is the fact that it's the importance of urgency of all the interruptions that you really have to look at subjectively. How important is this interruption anyway? 
what might be important and urgent to your client might not be important and urgent to you. And the science is really the fact that you can create a scale for determining what's important and urgent to you. You see, all of the challenges with prioritizing interruptions and tasks really come down to four different categories. And I've seen different variations of this, important and urgent, which is basically, I call it a now item. And that might be something like, does this make me money or lose me money right now? Or here's another one, the second one, important but not urgent. That's a today item. I need to get this done today. Or number three, not important but not urgent. I'll get it done this week. Or number four, not important and not urgent. I'll do it whenever. (laughs) Does it really matter if I do it anyway? Now, if you use a tool that I created called the Time Matrix To-Do List, which is really just an Excel spreadsheet that has a series of columns, which are this. The first column is the date. So every time you get interrupted, you write down the date. The activity. What's the interruption? Who's the person that interrupted you? (laughs) And the bottom line list of when you're going to do it. Am I going to do it during my client servicing hour, during my prospecting hour? So you know what time of the day you're going to do it. And then there's four other columns that are just numbered. Number one, which means now. Number two, or today. Number three, this week. Or number four, whenever. And there's two other columns, by the way, notes and done. But when you're using this tool and you get interrupted, all you have to do at that point is decide, when do I want to do this interruption? You see, the solution is to identify how important and urgent it is. And let me give you an example. If you're contacting clients, let's say you're touching base and you've got an idea and you want to talk to them or you're setting appointments and somebody else calls in and they need something right now, you've got to ask yourself, is that more important than what I'm doing? And if not, you put it on the time matrix to do. Mark it at today, number two item, and get back to it during the right time. When you do that, you are now in control of your time. And the clients are not. And that's where you want to be all day long. Solution number four, use your assistant wisely. So one of the biggest challenges to managing your time is to know what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Take, for instance, a client who said, you know, this is sort of related to time management or time blocking, that is. I have my assistant answer most of the calls unless it's someone that I need to speak to. Do you answer your own calls? Or do you have your assistant answer those calls for you? And then this guy went on to say, I find that 90% of the calls she can take care of without my involvement at all. And that would actually free up a lot of my time and other issues that I have with what I'm trying to get done during the day. (laughs) See, most advisors and agents, they're willing to, to ask themselves this very same question. Should I pick up my own phone every time it rings? It's a common question. I get it all the time. But advisors and agents need to know that, really, that's not the best use of your time. They need to make a decision on how to use their time most effectively while not sacrificing the level of client servicing. In other words, why would any advisor or agent want to spend their time opening the front door, letting new prospects in, into their pipeline that is, at the risk of letting clients out the back door, slip out the back door, because you're not servicing clients. 
Well, I think that's the fear that most people have, and I believe that this is a very easy, easy solution. I recommend that you have your assistant pick up the phone every single time and ask what they need by asking a question like this. Is this an investment question or is it something that I can help you with? Now, the reason why I think this is effective is because it's very proactive. It's a proactive time management system because she's asking that question. And it reminds me of what happened years ago when I had an assistant, Sue, and I started having her do that exact same thing. And when she started doing that, what we found is that most of the clients didn't have an investment question. They had other questions, and she could take care of them. And when they would slip through and get to me, and I would ask, how can I help you? And it was not an investment question. I would simply say, you know, that's a Sue question. Let me have her give you a call back. And I would remind them, if you have any investment questions, give me a call. If it's a paperwork question or something like that, ask her. She'll take care of it. And that's how you start to manage your time better. Solution five, banish the clutter. Is your office a mess? <laughs> if so, you might be feeling the same way that a lot of people do when it comes to their office. One client said to me one time, my biggest challenge at this point in my career is I'm juggling all of the information that comes across my desk. We get all these things from compliance, from the analysts, from the economists, from the wholesalers, no offense, wholesalers, <laughs> not to mention trade magazines. What should I do with all this paperwork as well as all of this other stuff? I'm not sure to, what to do with it. And basically, it's kind of frustrating. What can I do to avoid the, quote, stuff, unquote, from piling up? So the biggest challenge, I think, for a lot of advisors and agents that are veterans seems to be time management. And I believe one of the biggest solutions to time management or this challenge is to banish the clutter before it accumulates. Think of it this way. That stuff that just piles up doesn't have to. In fact, in a lot of ways, you're letting it pile up because you don't have a good system for getting rid of it. So your business is, is basically something that you're trying to juggle, but you're trying to juggle the information that you get into your business. And never completing tasks fully is not a good way to run your business. So what do you do? So what you do is you have a good system for managing the clutter. You need to clean out the current clutter first, and then make sure that you continue cleaning it out before it accumulates again. So first things first, it's time to shut the door, <laughs> put a do not disturb on your phone. And that's what I did years ago. And I personally experienced this when I shut the door years ago and spent five hours cleaning out the clutter. And I vowed to never let it happen again. And that's what you need to do. So how do you declutter? Well, you look at everything and you either file it, finish it, or forget it. And finally, once you've cleaned up your mess, it's time to make sure that you don't do it again. And here's why. I read a statistic online that 95% of all people who lose a significant amount of weight gain it back within two years. Why? It's because they, they go back to the old way of eating and the lack of exercise. Most financial advisors who have poor time management skills and organizational skill sets tend to find themselves creating new clutter. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Why did they do that? It's because they, 
they don't get to the root of the challenge, keeping the office clean consistently. Here's some strategies for banishing the clutter. Number one, get a three-tier file tray. <laughs> and in this, you can find them at any office supply store, but you'll want to have this in the corner of your desk and only allow it to accumulate in small amounts, small stuff, not too full. Number two, label the trays today, week, whenever. So you put a label on the on these different trays, and let's say the first one at the very top is today. Then you clean out the trays. You clean out the today tray every day. So you start your morning with an empty tray. Your week tray, start Monday with an empty tray. Your whenever tray, well, you can start the month with that one being empty. And you can automate the process. Put a pop-up daily at 4.30 to go through your today tray. Put a pop-up on Fridays to go through your week tray. Put a pop-up on, on at the end of the month to go through your month tray. By using this system, you'll find that your, your information coming across your desk doesn't get cluttered up because it's getting discarded. When you do that, you're now in control of your day and the clutter. The next level. So I said we're going to go over three things in this podcast. First, the reality of time management. Check. We did that. Second, five solutions to conquering the clock. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is the next level so that you know what to do when you're ready to get to the next level of success, that is. As you can probably guess by now, conquering the clock is one of the smartest things you can do to be productive all day long. You see, if you really want to get more done in less time, you need to apply the solutions that I talked about today. And the only real question is, are you ready for the next step? So what's the next step? <laughs> well, the next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds, and it's, it's the most important step you can take, and here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast and go back to doing whatever it is you were doing. Nothing will change. That's actually the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take 30 seconds to take a step in the right direction. Here's how. Just email me. Email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And in the subject line... Put in, let's talk. And what I'll do is I'll email you back and you can tell me a time that works for you to do a free coaching session. We'll talk about some of your challenges and I'll talk about the solutions that have worked for other people. This is absolutely the right step in the right direction because if you do, you'll start to, to learn a process for getting connected. You'll get camaraderie and ancillary learning and it's probably what you need. Also, you'll be able to finally get the solutions to take you to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard, and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com.
www.jeffcoachingcoach.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. 